ghosts, UFOs, alien encounters, and all things paranormal. These are real stories from real people. This is Fear of the Unknown. Welcome Dan to another podcast. He's a guitarist of my band and he's a pretty reserved guy but every time you crack open the tin <laughs> there's always a few like completely ridiculous stories that come out in here and I asked him if he's had any experiences and he said yeah man I've had like quite a few and he, so he just wrote down a big list for me now so I'm looking forward to, to hearing what's going on. Anyway, um, what's your background when it comes to sort of like um, superstitions or I know pseudoscience? Do you have any sort of out there beliefs or are you kind of a man of science? Um, I would say over the years I've been about as far in both directions as you could probably go. I've had periods of my life where I've been very, very interested in uh, those sort of things and I've, I've read a lot of a lot of material uh, relating to that and more, more eastern or more sort of the occult both everything oh really yeah. everything man wow. everything um everything from like occult material to to like things about aliens and um and uh you know that really sort of far off branching off eastern uh spirituality and stuff you right. know where it gets kind of a bit weird um you know those offshoots of that sort of stuff yeah, and so, I mean, probably yeah. later in life, I've been less into that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me what some of these stories. <laughs> I'm really interested. Yeah, I was thinking about this. Yeah, uh, you've got this list on your phone here. You know. Um, the, so the first thing I can remember that was, a, you know, a kind of weird thing happening was when I was super young. And um, I, was, uh, I was at my grandmother's house. And I can't even remember how old I was. I was, but I was. I remember being really young. And um, we, we. I remember we had this huge fight. You know, probably because I was a little sh- being a little shit or something. Okay. And um, we had this huge fight, and I was like really, really angry, really pissed off. And I remember being in uh, in her lounge room and just being really like just insanely mad. And this uh, this photo frame on like a sort of a mantle yeah. thing above a um, uh, like a gas heater sort of fireplace thing right. kind of flew off the wall and landed maybe about uh, a meter a meter and a half away from <laughs> the wall. Holy shit! Yeah, it's fucking crazy, right? Yeah. And so like it was just like one of those standard little photo frames with like the the little back piece that you know how they sort of lean lean back yeah yeah it was one of those and like if it if it had just tilted back and and faulted itself yeah there's no way it could have gone that far like it's just, yeah it's just physically impossible yeah. the fucking thing flew off the wall and landed face down on the ground and when i picked it up it was a picture of her and her dead husband so my my grandfather that I never met so he didn't approve I guess yeah I guess (laughs) guess he wasn't yeah yeah I guess he didn't approve of the situation or something but yeah yeah, but literally it flew off you know about this landed about this far away from okay Um, so he's he's holding out his arms out to about a meter and a half yeah about a meter and a half yeah yeah. which is it's it, it that was pretty crazy um 
And that's the end of that story. Yeah. So, I mean, did that kind of give you a belief in in something? Um, maybe. Because uh, that's... The, I mean, there, there are things that can be put down to coincidence. Yeah. Like, once I, um, at this party, there was, this, like, girls know having like one of those Ouija board sessions mm. a seance sorry and um and I was like bullshit you know and I, was, yeah. I was just watching from the side and I was like <laughs> I'm sure we're pushing the thing yeah yeah and I was like okay how about I ask a question because I was like getting all emotional and mm. and it was around the time with this movie The Craft had just came out yeah yeah so like they were all into their um into like being like goth chicks and witches mm. and stuff yeah and um so I'm like, okay, and I because there were girls I knew from school. I tried to think of a question that they <clears throat> that they would have no idea about, like that yeah. they would have never heard or known. Yeah. And I said, okay, what's my dad's middle name? Yeah. And the fucking thing spelt out my dad's middle name. What's your dad's middle name? Eliseo. It's oh, like a Spanish so it's, name. It's a really fucking hard name. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Herbert. Yeah, yeah. Or John. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I was like, <clears throat> okay, of all the seances that, that have ever happened in all the world, yeah. you know, if this is fake, well, statistically speaking, mm. there has to be someone who has gotten lucky. And I thought, well, lightning can't hit twice in the same place. Yeah. I'm like, okay, what's my, what's my grandmother's um, name? You know, and that's something that I had to sort of like conjure. I had to sort of like reach into the, into into the old archives. Yeah. To remember, and it fucking spelled it out. Mm. And her her name's Noemi. Yeah. N o e m i, and it just spelled it out and stopped. Yeah. So I was just like, so well, what, fuck how it. do you spell it again? N o N o e m i. N o e m i. So like none of those kids would have even known that no, name. No chance. It's no. like an ethnic name. No like ethnic spelling. Like. Yeah. They're all white kids, right? Yeah. 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 That's totally self-absorbed that's white chicks. And yeah. <laughs> like that would have had no, no idea. <laughs> there, would, there, would, there must have been like a, you know, some crazy stalker or something mm. who was like obsessed with my family's, yeah, my yeah. family tree. Maybe, maybe one of those girls just <laughs> liked you, man. <laughs> man, I could have memorized his dad's yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, I was, and that, at that point I was like, yeah, screw this. <laughs> Because I grew up religious, so I just thought immediately, like, yep, demons, mm. yep, I'm out of here, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> I smell Satan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, tell me, give us some more. Yeah, cool. So, uh, the next one that came to mind, and uh, just on the way here, I remembered a few other things that I hadn't thought about for a while, but I, I used to record music um, with this guy, and we we, like, built a... Like I helped, I helped him put his the studio together in his backyard, and we we spent a lot of time together recording a lot of music and stuff. And uh, there was a few things, weird things used to happen, not only in the studio but also in his house as well. Okay, uh, house was like in Greenwood. Like what things moving around, hearing stuff. Or? Yeah, like hearing stuff very odd um odd things I mean like one 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 night him and his wife were asleep and me and this other dude were were watching television it was about 4am and uh we heard a cough in the kitchen which was like basically that we were in a 
in a in a room next to the kitchen. There was an open door to the kitchen. The kitchen was like literally like from here to like there where that kitchen is, so like super close. Yeah. We heard someone in there it's like, like 10, min- ten minutes away, or not even, oh, like, wow. not even, man. Like, so s- like the way, kitchen is about five minutes away. Yeah, like about that close. Yeah. We just hear this like, <coughs> like that, and like my friend looks at me and I look at him and he and like we get up. There's no one in the kitchen. My friend is asleep on the couch where we were sitting. His yeah. wife is asleep in bed. There's yeah. nobody else in the house. You know. Wow. Yeah, like we looked around. There was no, there was nobody in the house, man. Any any open windows? You know, someone nothing, other, man. Yeah. Nothing, nothing. Like we checked, there was nothing. Yeah. Man. His wife was fast asleep in bed. Um. Yeah. So, but yeah. but that that I mean that was just a small thing. Well, it's not, interesting. Not a small thing, but. So, I mean, these things can spook you up. Mm. But sometimes they're easy to just put in the back of your mind because mm. the, there was nothing to back it up apart from just like the only the only sensory. thing the only thing I can think of that I haven't really thought of before and when I tell this next story about the same place it it, it I've never really made the connection before but um, people have shared hallucinations yeah. um, and that happens with like people climbing Mount Everest and things like that. They'll really? Like, okay. Yeah, they'll be like, well, people climbing mountains. I don't know why I picked Mount Everest, but like people, I've heard of stories of people climbing mountains and like two people will be climbing together and they'll be talking to this third person for, right. for a, a, a period of time. <laughs> they'll be talking to this third person and then at some point they'll realize that the third person was never actually there and couldn't have possibly been there with them, but they were both interacting with the third person. So they're having like a shared um, hallucination. Yeah. Um, and, that's what, and that's what I believe happened to me and my friend one night in the studio where we'd been recording all night and um, it was like super late I remember just being like so so unbelievably tired you know, mm. from recording and and uh, the studio had a like a control room I guess where we had the the PC and like uh, mixing consoles mm. and, and monitors and stuff set up it was a really small small area then there was a live room yeah. and there was a wall separating the two rooms double doors and double a small um, double glass window so there's like one piece of glass and then like maybe oh, like 10 centimeters and a second piece of glass yeah so you're in the control room we're in the control room yeah there's no windows to the outside anywhere mm-hmm. the the whole studio is completely closed in no windows to to anything outside um and behind us there was just a plain white wall like literally right behind us Mm -hmm. and we're mixing stuff and or god knows what we're doing you know it's so late and um i saw a guy walk past the reflection of a man walk past in the glass and uh i thought i was just you know i was so tired that i was just you know yeah like you know really tired and seeing stuff and um so I didn't say anything. And then yeah. my friend said, um, my friend said, oh, that was weird. 
And I was like, what's that, man? And he's like, I think I just, I thought I just saw a man walk past oh, in the shit. window. Yeah. <laughs> not the window, in the glass. Yeah, yeah, the know? reflection. It's, yeah. it's not even, it's, there's nothing outside and it's yeah. only us in this studio. And so I was like, yeah, man, I, I saw that too. And the weirder thing was this, the guy looked really angry. He had a horrible, oh, angry, like he was staring straight at me and he had a horrible, angry look on his face and... What do you look like apart from... You well, know? this is this is where it gets even weirder, okay. man. Because I, I came to the conclusion that it was either my friend's dead father because right. um, he had pictures of his dad around the house and it looked they looked very similar. Yeah. And his father had died, I don't know, like maybe like five yeah. years before or something like that. And um, it was either... Uh, it had to have either been his dad or possibly him but you know like but maybe he would have recognized him did, did he he didn't he, he didn't really he didn't say anything I mean he was the one staring at the computer though so yeah. he would have probably caught less of it whereas I like sort yeah. of straight on in the in the reflection like yeah. I was like literally Oops. staring at the glass Okay, I'm going to put my phone on side. <laughs> um, did your, like, heart drop? Or, like, did you just, you know... Uh, I don't know. It was one of those weird, weird things. Like, I don't don't remember being scared about it. I yeah. think I was so tired. That yeah. It was just one of those really strange... And I, like I said, you know, there was other strange things that happened at that guy's house as well. So there was other things that, you know... Yeah. Like, I could name, like, a few other weird, super weird things that happened there as well. Yeah. But, yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, but that was a pretty, that was a pretty uh, standout one, I guess. Yeah. Mm. I've had, um, I've told you about this before, but um, once I was sleeping next to my wife, and we both woke up laughing. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and we're both like, <laughs> it's the type of laughter where you're so sleepy. Yeah. But you're both like, <laughs> I'm like yeah, well, what are you laughing about? The common thread in the last two things I just said, the coughing in the kitchen, yeah, yeah. the studio, and you, and you and your wife is being very tired. Yeah. And being very tired late at night. Yep. And with people that you're quite close to. Yeah. And to me, it's like maybe there's a, a thing where people's, like, two two people's, um, con- you know, consciousness sort of get tangled up and they yeah. they somehow see or hear the same thing that technically isn't there. And this is where I start to see a pattern. Mm. Because in the last couple months, I've just been on this kind of um, UFO alien binge and um, one of the things that always it's like it's such a it's a coincidence it's like a really sad coincidence but people who have been meditating mm. people it's usually at night when they're tired when yeah. they're coming back from work really tired they have these extremely like you know if you don't want to call them real they're extremely vivid mm. like um, UFO alien experiences yeah. and it seems that like if your mind is kind of feel, if you like, let's say you go out with a group of, because there are groups of people that go out there with cameras and they meditate and they get all like kind of really, they put themselves in a state 
and they film on the horizon and, and two orbs will appear mm. and they'll start dancing around and they'll like you know they'll start claiming to talk to them and, and stuff they, like that. they film it though they film it yeah and then they have it on film yeah um, there's this guy called uh, Dr. Stephen Greer right um, his website he's got a whole bunch of that footage mm. from multiple angles yeah. from multiple different cameras mm. and you can tell he's like okay everyone you got to put yourself into a childlike state and like you know you really have to put yourself into that state yeah like if you're a skeptic you're just not going to see it it yeah. seems well you know but it's weird man one of my friends is not uh, doesn't seem to be like a f- uh, you know a full on believer in that sort of stuff but he has seen those uh, lights yeah. twice in his life once once when he was a kid in the mm. backyard and in like, the backyard in the backyard and he's so he's seen these up close twice and <laughs> once in the backyard and he's not the type of dude to make this sort of shit yeah. up yeah. nothing like that yeah. um, you know he um He's a salt of the earth type of dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, once in the backyard when he was a kid, when he was pretty small, he said he saw it. He saw one come through the backyard, fly behind his um, mother while she was uh, putting the washing up. Mm-hmm. Sort of passed behind her, and you know, and you know, I don't know if he tried to explain it to her, but of course, like no one's going to believe a little kid yeah. like about that. Um, yeah. And then secondly, as an adult, I think it maybe about, I don't know, it seems like it must have been possibly even like, you know, eight, ten years ago or something when mm-hmm. he told me the story. But he was at work and one came flying through the warehouse yeah. and another dude there saw it as well. So okay. two of them saw it and like, yeah. he was just like, oh man, thank God this other guy saw it. Cause, you know, so was it the same one, the same sort of thing as he saw? When same he sort of thing. So and it wasn't like ball lightning or... Doesn't sound like it, man. Doesn't sound like yeah. it. Even ball lightning, people people don't fucking know. Yeah. You hear stories of them going down like airplane aisles yeah. and a lot, and it happens a lot. Yeah. I've seen things falling to earth before and I like, I don't know what they were. Like it, it, um, I've seen, I've seen them multiple times. They were like, it's almost like something had fallen out of the sky and was like burning up. So it was bright. Right. But I, I would see them like from pretty close, you know, like it was like a block away or something. Oh shit. And you would see it falling to the ground. So I, I would. So it's not, it's not like a meteorite where it's sort of it zooming. A bright light. Yeah. Okay. And, and falling. And I would have thought that most things would have burnt up long before then, right. you know, and not been so bright, but I've seen that a few times. Do you yeah. ever like get off your ass go like, no. I'm going to find this <laughs> no, thing, no. Never even, never even bothered. I just, I just always kind of assumed it was something from, uh, something falling to the earth and yeah but yeah yeah maybe it hit the atmosphere and lost its yeah the things I I, I saw those few times were always kind of falling down on an angle but the thing my friend is talking about is completely different it's it's like fucking flying in off in different directions and not necessarily just going down. But I mean, this thing came through a warehouse, like in one side, out the other, you know? Wow. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's the thing. Like when it comes to, this is, this is what I enjoy about these sort of conversations. I don't know what they are, you know, Mm. I don't know how to explain it. 
I'm, I'm sure you don't either. No. But it's interesting to just have them there as like this actually happened. It's been observed. Yeah. It's part of the scientific process now. Yeah. You can't say that it didn't happen and and deny that that eyewitness thing. Yeah. The, I mean, it's as because far, we don't solve it, like yeah. that doesn't mean that it's not as far as you can go. I guess is if multiple people see the same thing, yeah. Um, like the lights over Phoenix, where an entire city in in Denmark as well, yeah. Where like there's a shitload of people. It's I mean, it's possible that you could say, um, uh, like a shared shared con like conscious consciousness type of hallucination but if it's on film then it's something different i think if you have it on film then it can't really be that yeah you know um so yeah definitely anything that's on film anything that's not on film you know yeah two people see the same thing that couldn't have you know by our current understanding of reality shouldn't have been yeah uh, you could kind of mark that up to possibly being some kind of um, weird uh, shared hallucination. Yeah, the concept of shared hallucinations is bizarre. Like I was saying, I had this um, dream where, like, there was a lady. She was doing. She was like a comedian, mm. she, but very funny, really, really witty, and um, and she was like holding something, and part of her routine was that she dropped it on the ground, but. She was talking it up like this is a really important thing that she's holding. <laughs> and so when she drops it, it's like it was built up so perfectly that you just like, you just, it's just hilarious. Yeah. I, I, I wish I, I, for the life of me, I, could, yeah. I wish I could remember. Anyway, we both woke up laughing. I'm like, what are you laughing at? And yeah. like between laughter, my wife was like, it's because she dropped the thing. But I mean, I wish these things would kind of get under our skin a little bit more, you know, mm. because I think that's what stops us from researching it because we've all experienced something bizarre and weird, but it's, yeah. it's not a, it's not a serious part of science because it's, yeah. I mean, and we forget about it and then, yeah. and then our, because, because our imagination kind of works the same way where it's something that we experience with no evidence. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Yeah. So like if you had a stalk, let's say that cough was an actual dude, like looking through the window in the coffin. Yeah. Well, that would be something that's way more haunting. You'd pick up the phone and call the cops, or you'd, yeah. you'd run outside of the baseball bat, or you'd like, or you'd just be traumatized. You know. No, I mean, I, I find it more, more, much more disturbing that really? okay. was, uh, that all the windows were closed and there was nobody in the house. I mean, that's much more perplexing. Yeah. You know. I guess I just say that because. <laughs> But so I, know, much crap, I, know, I know what you're saying. So much crap saying. has come out. It's been on the news. Yeah, yeah. But, but no, everyone um, forgets and no one gives a crap. Well, it's, I think it's, um, uh, what do you call that? Like a inbuilt, um, like a self-preservation thing, you know, to forget about that sort of yeah. stuff that you can't explain. Yeah. Um, to, you know, compartmentalize it. And, and not look into it too hard because if you can't explain it and you yeah. and you try to study it, you know, I mean, you could go crazy trying to figure yeah. it, figure it out. It's funny though because like I'm starting to feel like the people that get all like paranoid and pissed off at all the sheeple mm. because like I mean we have access to everything like yeah a 12 year old kid 
um, will do that thing that we've all done, which is like you go down this Wikipedia hole, yeah, and you learn a shitload about the world, yeah, even in the space of a night, yeah, you know, just by just the by browsing and community, and I think it started that, to become lazy and cocky, mm. which is dangerous because it's really important to be skeptical, yeah. But they're starting to get lazy, and just by being smug, like, that didn't happen. <laughs> Clearly, it was just the imagination, do yeah. the thing. And, like, you know, we're being stunted. There's a whole world out there that we could be exploring. But it's like, nah, come on. Yeah. Gives me the shits. Yeah. I think um, it won't be a, a, a real long time before a lot of these things are explained or explainable. Yeah. I if feel like it's at, coming soon. Yeah. I mean, if you look at how how fast things are moving and if you look at where we were at you know a hundred years ago you know 60 70 years ago yeah and you look at the, the massive differences it can't be that far off um, yeah. to another interesting thing it's like related to to i guess like perception of time is is related to consciousness right yeah yeah well technology you were talking about going down rabbit holes on wikipedia you know when you get you get on the internet and you're just like you're just smashing through yeah. stuff, like, and you're taking in minor amounts, but you, but you're, but you're going from thing to thing to thing to yeah. thing. You know, um, I read this thing that like doing that and and our use of technology, the way we use it now, and, and the way we're flooding our brains with information, is actually changing the structure of our brain and uh, influencing the way we perceive time. So we're evolving to process more information. Right. Um, and somehow that affects our perception of time and it makes time go faster. I think it's possible. Yeah. You know? That just takes my head into another place. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my mind starts racing because recently yeah. I've been like, I've been thinking a lot about um, time and uh, I even... <laughs> It's ridiculous because, like, I, I allow my mind to to speculate as much as it wants to these days without judging myself or without yeah. judging. It. I think it's it's healthy. Yeah, and I I might save it for another podcast. But I mm. I came up with my own theory of um of the Big Bang of the how, <laughs> how the universe that how gravity works. Yeah, yeah, and it's all. I mean, it's all. That's what I was talking about connections and patterns because mm. a lot of it relates to sort of like the common threads, the common subjects that people talk about when they say they've spoken to aliens and stuff, you know, mm. like, you know, after they dropped the bombs is when all of a sudden aliens started, you know, atomic bombs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is when aliens started communicating with humans and all, and, and that really spiked right. around that time. And one of the things they said is that like that, they're not from necessarily um, a far distant star system, but they're from a dimension that's kind of parallel to ours. Right. Yeah. So like, um, an atomic explosion. Oh, so like the, the explosion causes the, the parallel dimensions to kind of cross yeah. over. Cross over or like, yeah, yeah does something. Anyway, fuck it. I'll give you the, I'll give you the brief run. <laughs> I'm just going to get off my chest. Yeah. So I was thinking if, uh, if the universe was just space time yeah. without any matter inside of it, you know, okay. you could imagine just this nice clean grid. Yeah of space time mm -hmm. and by some anomaly on a parallel dimension a type of vibration occurred which created a breach mm -hmm. and that's where matter comes from it just spews through this portal that was created by 
some type of pressure or some type of like like yes you know some type of effect like yeah. similar to what uh, an atomic bomb does that yeah yeah that allows um this effect onto another plane okay. yeah, yeah, yeah and so all of a sudden you have all this matter spewing into space time mm. and the matter itself is pushing out it's distorting space time mm. okay yeah. So if you imagine like that the universe was like a gigantic sponge and there's suddenly this big ball appears in the middle and it just pushes and compresses all around it. And the more mass there is, the more pressure there is okay. around this, this object in this gigantic spongy material. Mm-hmm. And that pressure is what, is what gravity is. Because there's a gradient of this space-time pressure, mm-hmm. literally like when you hold an object, the part that's at the top is experienced slightly, just very slightly different time than the part at the bottom. Okay. And it's like this pressure effect, like a low pressure effect. It wants to go down. To do with the gradient. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's... Every object is experiencing a gradient where this... The top of this thing is slightly different time... Experiencing slightly different time to that and that's what makes like it Like it's getting that. sucked back into the past? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> or it's like all the future. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. You, because the further away you go from space-time pressure like we're experiencing time faster than the people on the um, international space station that's yeah dude that's because that's what i was about to say yeah. right like mountains and i really apologize sort of to everyone that just had to hear that bullshit that came out <laughs> <of our houses. laughs> no but i mean that's it's a it's a pretty you know it's a fairly solid yeah it only came to mind when i heard about like you know after the bombs people were talking about how the aliens were mm. like Hey man. Yeah, I'd never, I'd never heard that before. Yeah, I'd never heard that yeah. before, and that's that's really interesting. There's a bunch of those sort of that's accounts. Really, yeah. yeah, yeah. You ever see that? You ever see those um, shit of like um, the the Berenstein Bears and the Berenstain Bears? The Mandela effect. The Mandela effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I haven't really looked at much of that stuff. Yeah, I don't really buy it. I think it's just lazy. It's like pattern recognition that's. It's yeah. slightly been fucked up, fucked yeah. up a bit. It's like when you look at the Berenstain Bears, it's just a long word, and you'd associate it with any other Stein word. Yeah, that you would have heard. Yeah, because there's heaps of like. I don't know. Do you remember, do you know what the correct spelling was? Or yeah, it's Stain Berenstain. Yeah, yeah. But the but there's all these Jewish names that end with Ein. Yeah, and there's people that swear like black and blue that it used to be like. Yeah. E. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, you know where the Mandela effect came from. No. A lot of people, like, when you ask them what happened to Nelson Mandela, they're like, oh, he died in prison. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have heard, I have heard that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, people believe that Kit Kat has a little hyphen between Kit and Kat. And, yeah, um, yeah just lots of things. Yeah. Lots of little, yeah. Mm. It's, but it's all lazy brain stuff. It's not... Yeah. It, it's stuff that you can tell that there's been, like, a precedent that... Culturally, culturally, we have this precedent, especially in, in in design. The Mandela one is weird, though. The Nelson Mandela one—that's that, a weird one because that's quite. It's not like oh, there's a, a hyphen between the words Kit Kat. That's like quite a quite a specific. Like, mm-hmm. no, he definitely died. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yeah. But look, this is—we're talking about like questionnaires that have been done around America. Yeah. Where they don't—they don't even know where Australia is. On yeah, the, on the yeah, map. yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, those sort of people. So, yeah. Um, and also, misinformation spreads really easily. Mm. You know, so maybe it was like someone starts giving 
some analogy and they're like could have been like a preacher who went oh Nelson Mandela you know he died what he believed in in prison just like you know blah 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 and, yeah. and then that gets passed on and that gets passed on mm. yeah that's what it feels like to me it doesn't feel yeah weird because otherwise there would be like way more crazier things it's like it's like if half the population said well the Beatles had two black members you know <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I reckon. I remember, I remember it. It's yeah. definitely the rhythm set. Yeah. <laughs> like um, Ringo, Paul, Tyrone, <laughs> <laughs> and Shaliqua. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it's definitely less of a weird thing just because of uh, how how firm some people can, you know, hold to, to yeah. their beliefs, um, you know, rightly or wrongly. Yeah. Don't don't like to be told that it's. But that's not how it is. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard of the Dunning Kruger effect? No. no I, haven't heard it, I mean, essentially, it's like people who they know a little bit about something, and they they suddenly get injected with this huge sense of confidence where they believe that they understand it completely. Oh well, that that's a pretty common thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's super common, <laughs> and, and it happens to everyone. Yeah, I think especially to me. <laughs> See, because I just came up with the solution for like the whole for, for, yeah, for the big bang, the, 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 yeah, the creation of the universe. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you and I've never done, you know, I've never studied yeah, physics or man, well, astrophysics. If you're, if you're gonna go go large, yeah, all these stupid asses <laughs> wasting their time with numbers. <laughs> just ask the aliens. Yeah, yeah, man. Anyway, give me some, give me some more, oh, some more of the good stuff. Yeah, I got another one that I put down. Yeah. Oh, so the other one was the sleep paralysis thing. Right, okay. Again, this is all, again, a lot of stuff that we're talking about, uh, apart from the first one, the photo frame thing, where like a physical, that's a physical object moving. But all the other ones I've spoken about seem to revolve around two people experiencing the same thing, either being really tired or in sleep. But... In this situation, it was a sleep paralysis type of, of thing where I experienced, uh, had quite a few nights of uh, horrible sleep paralysis, but, you know, the first night in particular where I, I woke up paralyzed and I could hear footsteps running from one, one end of my bed to the other, like some like somebody that I couldn't see was running from the left side of my bed to the right side of my bed to the left side to the right side. Just was it like, like that comical child running like... It was kind of like that, but it, it definitely what didn't wasn't comical. It was like super, <laughs> it was super scary. <laughs> I'm just thinking like, the Simpsons with yeah, yeah. you know they but, do but, the gag how they jump out the window. And it's like oh the the thing is the footsteps were kind of like that. They were quick. It was like it was like and you know and it would stop for a second on one side. Then like it's like you creeps me out even thinking about it, man. Yeah. And anyway, so there was that and um. And I was paralyzed and, and this, I could, you know, I could feel someone was there and the footsteps were running from one side of the bed to the other. Yeah. And then it felt like something invisible had come over the top of me and was trying to like push through my, like the center of my body, you know, like the solar plexus yeah. and like something was trying to like almost like enter, yeah. enter 
and uh, then I could hear whispering in the ear, you know, saying all sorts of horrible things. Oh, wow. And, um, Can you remember any of what it was saying? Oh, it was like the nastiest shit, man. <laughs> it's like, I don't even want to repeat it. It was just like, yeah, just horrible, horrible, yeah, nasty yeah. shit. Yeah. And um, I think what happened was one time I was able to wake myself out of sleep paralysis a couple nights later. Um, but that particular night and a, and a few of those nights, I was so exhausted from like like fear, I guess, yeah. of the of of the experience that I would just pass out and go back to sleep mm-hmm. um, straight away. You know, like. But the weird thing was, is I this dude was living at a place I was renting at the time, and um, the next morning I'd kind of gotten up and I was like sitting there and and we were just talking in the morning. <laughs> I was like, yeah, how you doing, man? And he was like, yeah, not so good, eh? I didn't really sleep that well last night. Had these, like, horrible, horrible dreams and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. And I was like, well, like, uh, you know, so I was like, well, what was it? And he basically said the same. Well, I think what he said was, like, it was like there was this thing in the room with me. Yeah. And, like, it was a very, very similar thing that he was explaining to me. So yeah. Without me telling him anything. He'd, he'd basically said, you know, almost the same thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I told him, like, yeah, man, you know, the exact same thing. <coughs> yeah, Were there any specifics thing. about the the sort of being or the presence? Uh, for me, like, it was definitely a woman. Yep. It was a woman. Uh, the hag, the as, hag it's, as it's as, commonly as, called. As I've been told, yeah, yeah. the hag, yep. uh, which is apparently a, a common thing that a lot of people have experienced. Mm-hmm. And uh, he didn't mention that it was a woman, but... Um, I experienced a hag last week. Really? Yep. Holy shit. It started out as the form of my mum. Yeah. I was lying on the couch having a nap. Yeah. And I thought my mum was coming and said, oh, I'm just going to head up. She wanted to give me like a, a hug before she left. Yeah. She just tra- Her face transformed into this black and white demon, mm. kind of like a hag. Yeah. And just like slumped on top of me. And in Spanish, started saying all these like curse curses at, towards me. Yeah. Like basically, this is like you son of a bitch. You're never gonna, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like you bastard, bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's the only because I've had a lot of sleep paralysis, mm. but I've never had a, a being. Yeah. With me, but this is like one of those things where it's like I can feel someone slumped on top of me, and it was the worst, especially when it's like. Oh, thanks, mom. And he's like, "What?" (laughs) That's that's fucked. Yeah, and that's one of the things. Like, when people come up with explanations for it, like they can explain sleep paralysis, Mm. right? It's kind of the opposite of sleepwalking, where your body can't move as opposed to your body moving, and your mind being awake as opposed to your mind being asleep. Mm. So, like, that totally makes sense. Yeah. But like, I mean, I'd like to know with sleepwalking if there are common things that people do when they sleepwalk. Yeah, that maybe they're astrally projecting as these like shadow people into Indian people's bedrooms. Maybe that's a missing half. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that would be really tough. <laughs> Holding down people and sitting on their chests and stuff. But like um I find it terrifying. Yeah. Because like okay, I'm not saying that they're boogeymen or whatever. Mm. My biggest suspicion with all of this stuff when it comes to ghosts, aliens, angels, is that it's like extra dimensional. Yeah. It's like, why can't there be life living on a different dimension that has an ability to occasionally interface with us? Yeah. Why, why not? And and we can, through fear or through mm. 
our own biases we can say that it's it's like an, an angel or we can say it's a it's a, a ghost or whatever yeah but I think um, you know you can't just say like oh it's a, it is a chemical thing that happens in your mind and mm. that um, you know how can people that are so separate genetically we're of the same human species mm-hmm. but you have like tribes people in, in in Vietnam and then people who are, are genetically extremely diverse from them yeah. having the exact same visions well you know what when you say that it makes me think of early civilizations they were building similar structures and they had well as far as we know they had no correspondence or, yeah. or connection with each other but they yeah. were building very similar structures like pyramids sort of things yeah and- yeah. And how they have drawings of like uh, the fruit of life or the, the yeah seed of yeah that's, yeah that's yeah bizarre. that that flower what's flower it called? Of life. I read a book about that um, yeah that particular image I couldn't finish yeah. the whole book I got fucking bored but um, that flower of life thing yeah um, the fact that it was like in all these different places and you know as far as we know these people had no communication with each other um, look the ancient uh, the ancient alien theory. It's unfortunate that that series, that terrible fucking yeah. series, came out of it's almost like ancient a, aliens. It's almost like a plan, like they made a horror I know, it's series like, to yeah, make it like, <laughs> less believable. Because some dude with fucked up hair and look, shit. On the Joe Rogan podcast, yeah, he's one of the guests. Yeah, from like he's one of the early guests. Yeah, and he's actually speaking quite coherently. Yeah, he's not like this crazy dude going, "Well, clearly they were extraterrestrials." It's just really crappily produced series. Yeah, you know, it's like you can't. You, you can tell half the people in the production were making fun of it, and the other half were yeah. kind of taking it seriously. It's just this bizarre thing. The bird uh, thing was cool, you know, like the the what do they call the Icarus bird it was like a glider, like downscale. Do you remember that thing? Like they found this little vaguely. I they, slept they, through a few episodes. They found this little thing, and it was a little carved bird. But they figured out that. It was actually the way it was carved. It was aerodynamic. So if you actually built it on a larger scale, it would glide. So previously, they they were like, yeah. well, we you know didn't think that they understood anything about aerodynamics. Yeah, that's a whole other rabbit hole. Yeah. But what I do know is that like you know recently all the UFO shit that mm. I've come across, it's just like wow, that's compelling as hell. Man. Yeah. These are like uh, I got to watch that Lazar thing. Over. Bob Lazar, yeah. yeah. That's one of the things that tipped me over the edge. Yeah. But like also with ancient aliens, it's like, come on, man. Did you ever read any Whitley Strieber stuff? No. Do you know Whitley Strieber? I'm not much of a reader. Yeah. I'm a bit of a retard. No, it's just ADHD. But yeah, his stuff is, is pretty cool. I mean, he was a, a, he is or was, I don't know, a writer of fiction. But then he swears that he was abducted by aliens, chipped, like all this wow. stuff. How, how long ago? Like Is it this century? A- ages ago. Like he reckons ages ago. So he's written all these books that he's like, this book is not fictional. Okay. And um, and he's also compiled like accounts of um, of other people, you know, and like, this is going back old school. I think right. the, the book Communion came out a really long time ago and it's yeah. compiling like evidence of, of um, you know, from, uh, yeah. people that have seen that stuff and um, but he's written all these um, other things uh, there's this crazy book called The Key you were telling me about that ages ago yeah yeah, yeah The Key but he didn't explain it to me very much you sort of said hey man and you're just like just just to see for yourself yeah yeah just and read the key it. well it's a hard one to explain I guess it's like he was on a book tour and he presents this book as non-fiction like this this happened yeah and he was staying in a I think in a hotel 
and uh, he was on a book tour for one of his book releases and this weird little dude came to his room at the middle of the night knocked on the door or something he opened it up let the guy in and this guy just started saying and this this book is like his account of everything that the conversation that they had <laughs> and like and the shit and the shit no shit I'm gonna as soon as we finish this oh dude I'm gonna go fucking read the that. shit that the guy is saying is just like fucking it's just it's just so crazy man it's the most like um like intense sort of uh, stuff. Is it like a sort of, did he give him a sort of like, you know, alien manifesto or some type of thing like uh, that? I was, I mean, it was a little, maybe a little vague, but very, very heavy right. in its content. And like, it just, I don't know. It's, it, it's just crazy. You just got to yeah. read it. And yeah. Yeah. It's worth checking out. It's not a, not a real long book either. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. I wish I'd known that. Yeah, the key. You should, that's how you should have sold it to me, and then I wouldn't have, you know, been <laughs> like the setup of him, like, yeah, exactly. the guy coming to the room. It was like, and he's a little guy, yeah. and just kind of. And I think he was. I can't remember what he concluded in the book. I remember when I got the book, I read it like three times or some shit. I was like, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. But then I can't remember what he concluded about this guy that he was like, like the archangel Michael or some interdimensional being. Yeah. That had come because he, he like this guy thinks that because of his status as like he he's a guy that writes about this stuff. Yeah, he believes that these types of beings actually seek him out, and he mm. he believes he's met them in person like multiple. Apart from being abducted yeah. by aliens and stuff, he thinks he's met them in person multiple times, and like mm. they'll they'll like come to his book signings and stuff. He'll he'll see wow. someone weird at his book signings, and and it'll be like a. A weird interdimensional being. And do you know what the funny thing is? Like, all of these things can so easily be just dismissed as like, oh, well, he's obviously got a yeah. mental problem. Yeah. Why do we have to get rid of the what if? Yeah. Why are we so afraid of that what if? Yeah. Because there are things, for example, the flat earth theory. People what if that, right? And it's been properly disproven. Yeah. They did this really expensive test. They've done tests with like lasers over distances and shit. And uh, using, like, what are they called? Electro-laser gyroscopes mm. that prove that the Earth is turning and they still don't want to believe it and stuff like that. So it's been proven. So you can you can discount that. But, like, there are other things where you... It's not to that point yet where you, can, where you can't say but what if. And I think that's the coolest thing about this. I think like, the whole point of this podcast is so you can just enjoy listening to it and, like, maybe after a long time, certain things will make sense in the long future. Yeah. Well, that's how that's how we perceived it back then when it was actually this. I got to a point with um, very abstract things that were presented as fact in like um, you know in literature, like mm. uh, you know my friend who his house all these weird things used to happen at. He had a big bookshelf, yeah, and that's where I used to take a lot of this material from. I like I just like massacred his uh, his book collection, yeah, of all this strange material that he was hell into, yeah. And, um, you know, I got to the point where even if I didn't really believe it, I could still appreciate it almost as though it was fictional, but in a sense that it's almost like consciousness expanding type of fiction. Yeah. You know, so you could always get that out of it as well. It's, you know. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so easy to just dismiss it because even just hearing anything like that, anything that sounds sort of vaguely new age is so, 
Mm. In one sense, it could be just like imagination humbug, or it could be extremely deep science. Yeah. Like, I've got a friend um, that I went to college with, and she was uh, one of those people that believed in everything. Mm. And I just, I could not believe her. Actually, when she comes back to Perth, I'm going to have her on the podcast. Yeah. Do you remember that? It was really naff, the, um, the secret yeah. thing that came yeah. out, and, like, you know, people, like, yeah. um, think that by sitting in a chair and imagining something is going to happen, that they can sort of will yeah. it into existence and, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not, not, a, not a huge uh, buyer of that. Yeah. It's like the equivalent of getting off your ass and yeah, yeah, and, and, it's, reading, it's, and looking in the paper for a job as opposed to waiting for one to yeah, just. Yeah. It's like a half truth. Yeah, I mean? exactly. it's a half truth. So, and and the the thing about that is because it's a half truth, like it, it mm. sort of allows people to go off. But like people that you know, they um, you know, I know people that take it to that extreme level, and it's and like they're like, yeah, I'm just gonna think about it. And yeah, it's gonna happen. And, you know, um, you know, before like, before everyone became a guru and like a a business coach or a life coach. Yeah, yeah. Before that, there was there was like a, a top one hundred of people in the world. There was this like of of like motivational speakers. Yeah. And I remember when the secret came out. It was it's an Australian lady. Mm-hmm. I love how they used like whispering Latin and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um. I remember when they were like promoting it, mm. like all of these people, these famous gurus were kind of like standing behind her, like, yes, she is the one she understands. <laughs> and it, it was, it was such an amazing scam. Yeah. I yeah. still think to this day. Yeah. Oh, they would have made, but, made a truckload, but it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, uh, like you said, it's a half truth. It's all, so, yeah, it's definitely like half true. Yeah. But it's common like you can make things but happen if but, you... it's, but it's just common sense, really. Yeah, like it's not. There's nothing magical about it. It's yeah. just, yeah, it's just basic common sense. Yeah, really. it's like, hey man, get over your ex and start looking yeah. for someone else. Stop yeah, shit. or it's like you know, if you think in a certain positive way, then positive yeah. things are going to happen because your the attitude you're putting across is is more positive, and people pick up on yeah. that and better. You we, know. We've all got that friend that has like um, incredible. Focus. I was speaking to to my brother, and we were talking about like how people that we know that have like Asperger's syndrome, mm, yeah. how they suddenly become fixated on something, and they do incredible things. Yeah. And these are people that they don't have much education, or they they just have that thing where it's like that's all they can think about, and and yeah. and because they're you know putting aside everything else. Mm. They just make it happen. They're like every, every tiny opportunity, every little window, everything, every chance that they can to to enhance this vision that they have, yeah. they take it. Yeah. Like I know a dude who, um, like when he was a teenager, this is a guy like I knew in church, like you know, years and years and years ago, and he would like show up at church and he'd have like a game that he's made and it was fake, you know. Mm. He would like he he got some production. Um, notes from a game that someone published online. Right. He printed them out and he took them to church and he'd show everyone and say, "Look, this is a game that I've developed and stuff." And everyone was so impressed. <laughs> but because I knew a bit about that sort of stuff, I was like, "Wow." <laughs> anyway, he grew out of that. Yeah. And he became like this huge Star Wars fanatic. Yeah. So he's like read all of the books in the expanded universe, that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah. And uh, 
he decided I'm going to make my own fan film mm-hmm. and so he convinced his mum to make all these um, costumes right. and he did all this stuff where he like asked people to help him out with this and help him out with that yeah. he even got to the point where he um, there was this celebrity up, like to the level of like Lara Bingle okay. that sort of type of person yeah. he had a he organised a meeting with her yeah. and he like met her at a cafe or at a Macca's or something yeah. and he's like this is an this is an idea for a movie and like obviously after five minutes with him she's like oh shit okay this this is just a dude who's you know, making a backyard film. Yeah, yeah. But he he did so much just yeah. by like being so singular about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Just super focused. Yeah, yeah. I've got a friend in Japan who um, he just one day decided I'm going to become the protege to beat Takeshi because he liked his movies. Right. So he moved to Japan, like just nothing apart from that in his mind. Yeah. He went to Japan and he got himself to the point where he was in a room with this guy <laughs> and, and, he, and he was talking to him about his career and he's like, look, you need to like, you know, show me some work. He, he's like, yeah, he, he's yeah. basically telling him, you're going to do this stuff. And he would do things like he would stand for months. Yeah. Every single weekend would stand on the side of the road with a, with a sign saying, I want to meet Beat Takeshi. And and yeah. he just he made it happen. Yeah, fine. That's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. He made a, a documentary about it, mm. and um, there's just so much in there. Mm. I think someone else should make his documentary because he's got so much in his mind about it. You know that like needs to be like it needs, it's a story that needs to be told, but I think it has to be told by someone else. Filtered through someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's incredible. Yeah, and that's to me that's what the secret is. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like common sense is like if you if you're willing to persevere at something that hard, like and you're going out and standing on a on a street corner with a, a cardboard yeah. sign saying "I want to meet," like that's the length that you're going to. I mean, that's like purely like action. There's, there's nothing magical about that. That's no. just like pure focus and yeah. <laughs> like insane yeah. determination. Yeah. yeah, you can't get nothing from that. Yeah, that type of thing. Yeah. 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 Anyway, man, thanks so much. Too easy. This has been a really good one. <laughs> we, went, we went to places I didn't think I would let out of my mind. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And thanks for everyone who listened. See you next time. Later. You've been listening to the Fear of the Unknown podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media with all links in the description.